In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Dear brethren, in the Gospel for today, we see the connection which exists between faith and morals. The link between what we believe and what we are expected to do. Faith and morals are not independent from each other, but what I believe has to guide the way I act. What I confess with my mouth, I should also confess with my actions. And if we look at the gospel for today, we will see two parts. One related to what we have to believe, and another related to what we have to do. One part which expresses a truth of our faith, and the other which shows the moral conclusion of this truth. The dogmatic part of our gospel starts with this question of our Lord. What think you of Christ? Whose son is he? They responded, of David. The Jews knew that Christ the Messiah was to be a descendant of the King David. But our Lord said, How then does David in spirit call him Lord, saying, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit on my right hand, until I make thy enemies thy footstool. If David then call him Lord, how can he be his son? If David then call him Lord, how can the Christ be his son? My brethren, when our Lord asks a question, it's not because he doesn't know the answer, but because he wants to teach us something. And what our Lord wants to teach us here is the dogma of his two natures. Jesus Christ, our Lord, is at the same time the Lord and the Son of David, because he is at the same time God and man. He is the Lord of David according to his divinity. And he is the descendant of David, according to his humanity. The Word was made flesh. The Son of God became a man. So he is a true God and true man. One person, two natures. 
This is the faith of the church. But from this double confession of his true divinity and his true humanity, there can be two deviations which are equally wrong. One would be to confess the humanity of Christ while denying his divinity. And that's the heresy called Arianism, which denies the eternal divinity of Jesus Christ. But another heresy would be to confess the divinity of our Lord while denying his humanity. And this is what we call monophysitism, a heresy which denies the reality of the two natures in Christ, to confess only one. For them, there's no human nature in Christ, only the divine. But the Catholic faith, our faith, teaches us to hold both things, his God and man. Not only God and not only man, but God and man at the same time. This is the mystery of Jesus Christ. And this is the truth that our Lord wanted to teach us in the gospel for today. He is the son of David, yes, but above all, he is the Lord. And now comes the moral consequence of this truth. Someone asked the Lord, which was the great commandment of the law? And the Lord answered, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with thy whole heart, with thy whole soul, with thy whole mind. This is the greatest and the first commandment. But that's not all. Our Lord adds. And the second is like to these. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. So my brethren, Loving God is not enough, but I also have to love my neighbor. This was already true in the old law, but in the New Testament, with the coming of Christ, this commandment acquires a more profound meaning. If Jesus Christ is true God, and true men, we have to honor each one of his natures. If he is consubstantial with the Father in his divinity, and consubstantial with us in his humanity, so we have to love God 
and our neighbor in honor of the mystery of Christ himself. Just as we hold the mystery of two natures, so we have to hold both the love of God and the love of our neighbor. But as we had errors concerning the dogma of the two natures of Christ, we can also have errors concerning the precept of the two laws. One error would be to proclaim the love of our neighbor without the love of God. You know that it's very common nowadays. Some people, they speak about feeding the poor, helping the immigrants, things which are good in themselves, but they don't mention saving their souls. No proclamation of the faith, no announce of Jesus Christ, as if our Lord was not needed, as if He was not essential for true happiness in this life and in the life to come. These people act as if heaven and God Himself didn't exist. We see this kind of mentality in what we call liberation theology, very popular in South America, where I'm from. They preach the love of our neighbor, but without the love of God, what is simply not possible. A pretense love for our neighbor without the love of God, is a type of moral Arianism, a practical denial of the divinity of Jesus Christ. But on the other side, we also have those who proclaim a religion without commitment, a type of love for God without the need of loving our neighbor. We all know that we have to love our neighbor, in theory. But my brethren, this knowledge is not enough. We have to remember that the love for our neighbor has to be very concrete in our lives. Towards those people we have around us, here and now. I can talk about God all the time. I can recite many prayers. But if I close my heart to my neighbor, I'm not in the right path. A pretense love of God without the love of our neighbor would be a kind of moral monophysitism because it would be a practical denial 
of the humanity of Christ, which we have to honor in a special way by loving our neighbor. What you have done for my brethren, you have done unto me, said the Lord. So, my brethren, as we reject the heresies of Arianism and monophysitism in the dogmatic level by holding the truth of the two natures of Christ, in the same way, let us be attentive to reject those heresies also in the moral sphere by holding both the love of God and the love of our neighbor. Not one without the other, but both at the same time. Both at the same time. So let us ask the help of God to grow in faith and in charity. In faith, Faith in the mystery of Christ, through God and the true man, and the charity towards God and our neighbor. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.